Well, hello. We're so glad you tapped in today. Welcome to the 37th episode of Cuzzlewop. My name is Isaiah, also known as IV, and I will be the host for this evening's discussion. And I am joined by my brother and my cousin, Willie, also known as Arrow to the Face. What's good? Tonight, we're going to be talking about New York Comic Con 2023, baby. Uh, We're on the back end of conventions getting wiped out by COVID and all of what came after COVID entertainment-wise. What's the point of having to have all these people come together for an event when we can digitally share all that information? Um, This is a wild time for gaming, wild time for for movies, wild time for entertainment as a whole. And so I'm really excited to jump into this topic tonight. Um, and Willie, honestly, bro, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I haven't been as tapped in as you definitely were this week. So I'm also excited to hear of some announcements that you might actually uh, have heard about, too, that I may not have heard. I mean, yeah, there are definitely different things that came out of New York Comic Con this year that I was like, OK, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that this came out. But I mean, truth be told, the strikes and the actor strike is is still in heavy effect. And although New York Comic Con is the smaller of the major Comic Cons, with the other one being San Diego, there's always great TV news to find here, always fun actor panels. And that was kind of changed this year because actors aren't allowed to talk about previous work. So they had Ewan McGregor on stage talking about his favorite way to make tea in America. Like, that's kind of crazy. But all that to say, the actors, they need to get their pay so that everything in the industry could be popping off as, as as hard as it can. But New York Comic Con did a little bit of something-something uh, here and there. It had a few announcements. It's going to be a good last 2023 news episode. I, I feel like a small one, but, but still valued. But before we do that, bro, I just want to know and I want the listeners to hear, what is your relationship New York Comic Con. How do you feel about New York Comic Con, right? Because we've both been. I'm pretty sure that we went with each other for the first time. Like, that was our experience. And so, you know, for me, New York Comic Con, as someone who partook in it, was walking around on the show floor, going to the regular show movie, like, short teaser in a building next to the Javits Center, um, walking around on the floor, getting the posters that I got hanging up in my room that I've given out to other people. People were buying comics, you know, taking pictures with cosplayers, going to the Teen Wolf panel. We went to the Teen Wolf panel. We met Jeff Davis and some other dudes from Teen Wolf. That was pretty dope. But um, it was just a very exhausting, tiring day that I do wish I could do again. I've always wanted to go back, man. I mean, I know the Mecca is San Diego Comic-Con, but what's interesting here is San Diego Comic-Con was knocked by the strike even more than New York Comic-Con. So I I think we got a a dull amount of information out of that. Um, It was more, it was more, it was more about the strike itself. That's kind of what the the overarching theme of that one was, to be honest. Um, which gives New York Comic-Con opportunity to be the best Comic-Con of the year for like the first time in a long time, bro. I think that's pretty tough, you know? Maybe I'm biased because I'm from New York, though. Maybe, bro. I don't I don't know if I would go as far to say that it was, it was the best Comic-Con this year of the two because I feel like San Diego with the strikes still delivered some interesting stuff. Um, you know, I guess by the end of the episode, we'll know. Uh, or maybe we won't. Maybe, we, you know, maybe we just let these separate cons be separate cons. But 
I'm ready to get into this episode, bro. How are we doing this? I'm thinking I want to just pass back and forth like we normally do on these news episodes. Uh, first and foremost, I heard a little rumbling that due to the streaming success of the show, which I want you to understand, this point is actually quite ironic amidst these strikes because the actors are not being paid for the success of this particular show. Suits is getting a reboot, a new series that's in the world of Suits. Um, and I don't know how I feel about it because I'm one of those people, bro, with an OG. Listen, I don't know a single show outside of Psych. This is, this is where there's an argument. Outside of Psych that has been able to take these characters originally from USA and bring them into a new story with new writers and still keep the heart of the show. That's my concern. I don't know if they'll be able to do that accurately or not. Psych is, is a point that they could. But Suits is important to me, bro. USA characters, welcome. Fakers are not welcome over here, baby. What? I mean, I've never watched Suits. The only reason why I've kind of wanted to get into it amidst the more recent popularity on streaming is because I know as a fact that Dulé Hill pops up eventually, I believe. That is a that is a USA boy right there. So, I mean, in regards to this news, I guess I'm excited for you if you're cautiously, you know, waiting to see what happens. I, I hope it goes well, bro. Psych did it. Yeah, I'm shook. I'm shook a little. But if Psych can do it, they could do it. Well, you know what? To kind of match your energy about, you know returning television shows um invincible season two you know it had that trailer i never watched the adam eve special but i watched the trailer for season two you know i'm gonna be there i'm gonna be locked in although you know i was never the uh invincible is a goaded television show kind of guy uh, i was never one of its like um you know huge, huge, huge supporters. I thought the show was really good. I'm excited to see where it goes, but that's kind of about it for me. Like, I haven't felt struggled waiting for its return. Um, but in season two looks good. And, you know, to backpedal on that, or, you know, to kind of, like, have its back, uh, Mortal Kombat dropped its Omni-Man trailer for the DLC Combat Pack 1. And I thought that that looked very fun. And it kind of makes me want to buy Mortal Kombat sooner rather than later. Um, what did you think of that, you know, either or Invincible Season 2 or the Mortal Kombat trailer showcasing all of Omni-Man's, like, you know, fatalities and stuff like that? Yo, bro, the head explosion is crazy, bro. That's the thing, man. They're going crazy on these skins. That's always been a big thing about these Mortal Kombat games, bro. Yeah, I've always been more of an Injustice guy, but I've got to give the credit to Mortal Kombat. The way they put Jason, Predator, and so many other dudes in the game, bro, I, I got to respect it. You got any thoughts on Invincible Season 2, though? I like Invincible, bro. I really enjoyed it. I haven't watched that that Adam Eve thing fully. I've only watched a part of it so far. Um, but nonetheless, I just think uh, Invincible is going to go... I think it's going to top itself from the first season. I think that it'll hopefully become more grounded. So that's what I got from this trailer. It's very interesting. They're playing on this development point of him that's more mature. He's not this cheesy kid that gets his butt whooped. I thought that was some of the weaker parts of the first season. But it's just... the very first like the eighth of the actual story so i'm down i gotta read a little more i gotta see a little more if you know what i mean what else you got for me well we got dragon ball daima premiering with a new trailer now this is a new dragon ball television show for the 40th anniversary of dragon ball and you know we've been waiting for dragon ball super to come back for some time now and you know we were waiting thinking maybe this would be the year 
And then we were getting rumors that we were getting a new show, but it would be focused on something a little bit different and people got scared. But this this was the official, you know, they they dropped the trailer and some information. Uh, did You know, what, what did you think of the trailer? First thoughts after seeing that trailer is I'm like, what are they trying to do, bro? What's really their goal there? Like, what do they really want to do? Am I watching Goten? Am I watching Goku? What is that? Like, what's up? So, I mean... Truth, truth being told, like we, a lot of us don't know what we're looking at. We just know that it's it's new Dragon Ball. But you know, Akira Toriyama, the creator of Dragon Ball, did drop a little bit of a letter online so that people could have a bit of an understanding. Um, so here's what he said. He said, "I'm working on a new Dragon Ball show called Daima. Daima is a made up term, which in Japanese character would be translated to something like." evil. So, you know, there's there's the reasoning behind the name. And then it says, due to a conspiracy, Goku and his friends are turned small. In order to fix things, they'll head off to a new world. It's a grand adventure with intense action in an unknown and mysterious world. Since Goku has to make up for his petite size, he uses Power Pole to fight. Something not seen in a long time. I love Goku with Power Pole. But then uh, Akira continues to go on and say, I came up with the story and settings, as well as a lot of the designs. I'm putting a lot more into this than usual, which is, you know, good thing, bad thing. We don't know because Akira Toriyama, sometimes he does a little too much, but he all he ends it all off by saying, things will unfold that close in on the mysteries of the Dragon Ball world. Hope you enjoy these different from usual battles that are cute and powerful. Listen, he seems to be very excited about it. It's the 40th anniversary, so they're trying to capture the feeling of Dragon Ball, you know. And I'm there for that. I'm there for that. I think a lot of people form what they think the Dragon Ball universe is around Dragon Ball Z. And to each their own. If you're not excited for this, that's completely understandable. I get it. I'm not like head over heels for this, but I'm just happy to get something new. And if it's good, it's good. It's bad, it's bad. And that's how I move forward. You know what I mean? But you best believe that now because this show has been announced, Kuzawap, right before the release of this... We got to do a Dragon Ball episode, bro. I got to do his homework. We ended like swimwear. I'm going to have to hop up in the lab. I'm going to have to hop into the hyperbolic time chamber, actually. All right, what you got for us, bro? What's your next bit of news? So one thing I definitely want to talk about that I loved, bro. I thought it looked so good. That Scott Pilgrim trailer, baby. That anime Scott Pilgrim picture trailer, bro. First off, to see... To see a different art style on this story that I've now seen in two mediums. I've seen it in two mediums. I've watched the movie and I've played the game based on the movie. And it's like, I like these stories that are so sturdy that they have their ability to... uh, The story is so sturdy, it has its own solar system of like content. It's pretty fire. Cyberpunk is another example of this. Cyberpunk has now had three different iterations in terms of it being a board game and now it's a video game and now it's a anime. Yeah. So, you know, the story is very, very interesting how that works out with Scott Pilgrim. I'm excited. The art style looks beautiful. Great to hear the original voice actors back in this new medium. Um, You got to see that trailer. You have to see it. Have you watched it? Yeah, bro, I did see the trailer. I did. And as someone who has never experienced the Scott Pilgrim story ever, 
That trailer looked mad fun. I saw that it comes out November 17th. That means that means I'm watching that movie on November 16th, bro. I'm doing my one movie a day challenge. Trust, November 16th, I'm watching that movie because this little show right here, I'm going to have to watch it. It looked mad fun. It, it was vibrant. It had a lot of like just vibes that I, I, I kind of want right now. So that was good. It was a great trailer. And, you know, it, that interests me to get into the universe. I think more than anything I've seen of the movie from like the four clips that I might have seen, but it, it looked good. Bro, when I look at that trailer, bro, it just brings joy to my soul. I've experienced the story so many times and somehow I still can't wait to go into it again. Definitely recommend playing the game if you can. I don't know if it's on the pass yet, on the PlayStation Pass, but it'll be there soon. I have no doubts. And then, um, yeah, watch the movie, bro. The movies are really good. And the thing about this also is, as you saw, Edgar Wright is behind the production of it. You know, Edgar Wright's the guy who made Baby Driver, bro. He's the... He's very big on music and the way a pacing of a movie is based into the way the sounds and the music flows. And so that's what we just got from that trailer. We got a sneak peek of... Hey, like I said, you know, I'm going to watch that movie November 16th. Keep my letterbox, you know, one movie a day, every day, 2023. I'm also going to play the game. That joint is on the PlayStation Pass, so I will be playing that. I might be playing it right now, right before Spider-Man, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, to move forward into some, like, horror-ish news, um, two, two big things have happened. And, you know, the first one is The Strangers getting a entire trilogy Next year, the first trailer dropped for The Strangers 2024 Chapter 1. And it was kind of interesting. I know that we're going to be talking next week about some horror elements and stuff. But that, that was some big news and the trailer was kind of dope. I mean, I know we're about to talk about horror next week with Killer V. Tap in, baby. Tap in, baby. Tap in. But I'm excited to talk about that. We got to talk about that next week for sure. Because I thought these trailers... The trailer for the the trailer and the concept of bringing it back at this point in time is just really smart, and I think they're going to do a great job. Um, those drones are creepy, bro. Those are creepy films. Well, to kind of move on to the next bit of horror news, uh, we've got Miramax and A twenty four. They were battling for the custody rights for the Halloween franchise, and that custody battle is over with Miramax winning now. Miramax did the Scream movies, or at least the first Scream movie that I know. You know, I haven't done all my research, but they've, they've done Scream 1, and that was a slasher. Granted, that was years ago, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Miramax can do the right thing if they really wanted to go hard and all. If they, if they treat the franchise with respect, I'm there for it, you know? I don't necessarily think either of these would have been a bad choice. I just... You know, I, I might prefer the Miramax route, to be honest, uh, as long as they remain classy. For that argument, bro, I just I'm I'm surprised that Miramax won, even though I know they've had a little bit more stake in time in certain areas of horror traditionally. But wouldn't A twenty four getting a hold of Halloween be like Nolan getting a hold of Batman? Like, wouldn't they're an elevated style? People who make actual film, legit cinema, respectfully, bro. The stuff that's like you care about the meat and bones, every piece of the way the story flows, the pacing, the timing, the writing. Well, first, I think that legit cinema, that that's kind of crazy, bro. Because cause that's, damn, bro, you, you talking shit about creatives now. I don't know about that one like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's different genres for a reason. And I feel like 
that legit cinema thing, it doesn't need to be applied to to horror or at least Halloween. Like, is it great to have that elevatedness? Yes, absolutely. But come on, son. Like, stop playing with screen, bro. That's legit cinema, bro. Uh, and hey, I, I mean, again, I kind of prefer the Miramax route if they can, you know, keep that slasher feeling alive. Um, that elevatedness, you know, Midsummer, Hereditary, and all that of A24, I say, like, those are great. I don't think I would want that for Michael Myers. Um, but, hey, you know what? We got, we just got to wait and see, right? So let's keep it pushing, bro. I know that you got something on your plate, right? What you got? I, I feel like this, this opportunity to see some first looks of the tone and the vibe of Percy Jackson and the Olympians was great this week. I think it excited me. Seeing his mom, she looks exactly how I imagined she would be in my head. Like crazy the way she's wearing a blue a blue flannel. And the sh- like if you really tapped in all the stuff you imagine as a kid reading those books, it looks like they're doing a good job of putting it on the screen. You're seeing his stinky stepdad, you know, remember the, the must from the dad is used to hide him from the monsters. Like, come on, they went crazy. <laughs> the Poseidon looks crazy. The late Lance Reddick. Oof, my heart, bro. They're fire photos. You have to see it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I saw the pictures and I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I have no information about anything from this universe. So I'm guessing the gods just kind of blend in with everybody else. They're not going to look crazy God of War-esque type, you know. Um, I'm excited to see my boy Lassiter from Psych as Hephaestus. I know that that was a casting. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm there. Just for him. Um, maybe I'll read the book I uh, before the show. Maybe I'll watch the other movies, even though I've been told to just wait. So we're going to see, bro. I, I'm i there, bro. If they put in the love into it and the author of the book is involved, I'll be there. Uh, but, you know, another piece of news that dropped over the weekend, uh, you know, some Walking Dead stuff. Back in San Diego Comic-Con, we spoke about the Daryl Dixon show. And, you know, they just announced we're getting a season two. Fun fact, it's actually not just called Daryl Dixon. It's called The Walking Dead Daryl Dixon. And season two is going to have one of the worst names for a television show I think I've ever heard. Uh, The Walking Dead Daryl Dixon, The Book of Carol. That doesn't sound good to me. Um, The title, at least. You know, I love Carol. I'm happy to be getting her back. But the more exciting Walking Dead news for me was a teaser for The Ones Who Live. Uh the Rick Grimes, Michonne show that are going to be replacing the movies that we were supposed to get with Andrew Lincoln after his departure from the show. So I'm excited for that, bro. I will be there. I've been waiting for that man to be on that screen. You know, Rick Grimes is one of the greatest protagonists in the history of television, in my opinion. So I've been waiting to see Andrew Lincoln back in the role. Um, You got any thoughts on it? I know that you're not big on The Walking Dead. I'm definitely going to be watching that. I mean, at some point, I need to take a big bite out of this dang dang beast outside of just gaming. And I haven't seen enough. I haven't watched enough TV. I've just heard the story from you guys. So I think it'll be a good way to jump in. It'll be a good way to jump in for sure. I mean, personally, I don't know if I would use that as a way to jump in, considering that it's also kind of meant to wrap up most of the story from the actual original show. But I mean, if you do you, bro. Also, I did want to mention that I did see the the trailer and the brief discussion with the Insomniac team about the two new skins that are going to be in the game for Spider-Man 2, which dropped tonight, tonight, 11 p.m. Thursday. You know I'm on that, John, bro. You're tight. 
Because midnight for you means you got less awake time, bro. You about to fall asleep. You acting like you acting like you ain't going to be sleeping before me, though. Because you already know how I am. That's a fact. Because you a night owl. You crazy with it. Nah, we got to hop in a party and play or something. Listen, this has been five years in the making. We are finally getting this Spider-Man 2. You know, we got Spider-Man. We got Spider-Miles Morales. I replayed both of them over the weekend so that we were, we were ready for this, bro. I'm ready for this. I'm down to be in that party when we get that shit run up if you're trying to get into that. Point is, I'm excited. I'm not going to look at the suits because I want to see them in the game. Unfortunately, I've had a few spoiled for me, but I'm going to keep pushing, Uh, you know, because all I've gotten are suit spoilers, luckily enough. But... You know, up next, I want to talk about some outside Comic-Con news, some rumor news that I think you and I are both going to appreciate a little bit. You know, the streets is saying that Marvel is cleaning up their act after Secret Invasion and that they're going to start treating their television shows like, like, like television shows that deserve to be respected and to have value by giving the right shows season twos. They're going to stop this limited edition bullshit. They're starting to say, okay, yeah, the six episodes to tell an entire story may not be enough. We're going to give Moon Knight a season two. We're going to give Miss Marvel a season two. That's what they're saying. And I like what I'm hearing. They're getting their head together because they've been, they've been losing people fast because of their decisions. And I guess maybe the writer strike, the reception of Secret Invasion, some of their movie stuff that they've also done stuff with. They're making moves to, to correct their wrongs. And we might not feel it right away, but supposedly it's coming. And okay, I'm, I'm there like that. I'm like, okay, good. Stop playing around, bro. I'm excited for them to get their head in the game. We've been wondering when this was going to happen. One of our first episodes, we talked about Marvel and where it is and where it was leading up to with Ant-Man. And, and, and you can hear our hearts were frustrated because it feels like they keep promising something, that they're building something that's important, but it just feels like, you know, just wide built spaces in the sand. Like it doesn't feel like it's built towards something. It feels like it's just flimsy. It's just for the sake of building. And we, we over that, bro. We got too many people doing story very well for us to be thinking that we want to watch that from Marvel. Fudge out of here, bro. Give me that real. I need that Daredevil season one, two, three formula. I need that. I need that. Why didn't we get a second season? We did get a second season of Punisher time. Like I need that type of type of, okay, we dedicated to these characters and where they're headed. Well, it's kind of funny that you bring up Daredevil, right? Because I mean, yeah, I get the idea of the formula of Daredevil telling an elongated story, but I don't want a Daredevil season four. I really don't. Because I, I liked what I saw of him in She-Hulk. And I hope that they take a little bit of a different route with Matt and the character of Daredevil. Because we've seen that darkness and everything. So, you know, let me tell you about the leaked Daredevil stuff. Because the show is apparently getting entirely revamped over at Disney. Apparently they had a few episodes filmed already. And now they're scrapping it all. They're going to take some of that recording, use it somewhere else. But apparently the storyline is being reworked. And there are some things where I'm like, okay, I can see why people are mad at it. But I was also kind of excited about that. They were saying that Daredevil wouldn't be in the suit until like episodes four or six. I'm okay with that. I like, you know, because truth be told, a lot of the interesting stuff from that Daredevil season one was in Matt's mind outside of the suit, you know. Uh, but whatever. Keep it pushing. Supposedly Karen and Foggy were going to die. Please, Foggy, die. You see, this is the hot takes we have here. Our cousin, bro. The, all this to say, 
I feel like the, a lot of the outrage from the internet is because people don't like change. I would have totally been down to see Karen and Foggy get bodied. I would have totally been down for whatever story they were going to tell as long as it's done well. If it serves the story, then do it. Y'all want Matt in a dark place? Well, there you go. Karen and Foggy, they died. Matt's in a dark place. Oh, but y'all don't want him in that much of a dark place. I got it. Personally, they weren't the ones that made that original Daredevil show as special to me as some of the other characters and Matt's internal, you know, dialogue. But I don't want to just keep seeing the same thing put out there. So I was open to what I was seeing from the leaks before. But if they're revamping the show to do something else now, fair game. They could do that too. I will be there. I just hope it's done well. And I hope that the character remains interesting. I love Charlie Cox and I'm happy that it's a soft reboot. Honestly, bro. When it comes to that rumor and everything that's going on, it makes me excited. It's new waters. We've been saying it's gonna take it's gonna take a shift because what was happening here is DC is starting to realize this lesson before Marvel. So Marvel's almost behind them now, which is interesting. So now the war is so wild how Marvel was popping on DC for the last like five, seven, eight years. And DC is now ahead of them. That's crazy. You know, they had their awakening before Marvel, bro. You know, I guess with with Justice League and everything going on with the pandemic, someone said, let's, let's try and do it right. So I hope DC does it right. I hope Marvel gets on their, you know, A game again. Hopefully things go well. They can get back on track, start delivering some real, real good quality, you know. I like the Ant-Man and the Wasp. You know, I like I like the She-Hulk. I like it, but it ain't it ain't the Marvel that people was was hyping up back then, truthfully, you know? And I, I respect that they're doing things differently. Um, but they need to do it a little bit more good. Anyways, man, we could keep going on and on about this entertainment and we will tap in anywhere that you listen to episodes of podcasts, whether it be Apple Podcasts or it be uh, Spotify, YouTube. We're on YouTube. Come into the YouTube comment section. Tell us a little bit about what you think about what's going on with news. Did we miss something? Tell us. Tell us. We'd love for you to join us. It's been great talking about some more stuff, entertainment with you. And that's always what you can find here at Cuzzle Wop. You always find two cousins, one podcast, endless entertainment. Doses.